I'm rolling. All right, holy mama. Oh my goodness. All right, so welcome to the Pure Joy Project. Um, my name is Paul Lanigan, um, and I'm here with my two friends. Go ahead. Mitchell Veerling. Uh, my name is Mitchell Veerling. And what do you do, Mitch? Yo. What do you do, Mitch? What do you say? Uh, I play volleyball at MOBAP, um, and I study Christian ministry with an emphasis Let's on go. youth. Bet Bennett, come on, baby. Boom! Boom! I'm uh, I'm Bennett. Uh, I go to Southeast Missouri. I'm a junior. Um, yeah, I, I'm here studying financial economics, um, business. Um, I love the Lord and I love these boys, man. Let's I'm excited. Um, and awesome. My name is Paul Anigan. Like I said, um, I am a God-fearing track and field athlete at the University of Central Missouri. Um, hey. I run circles for a whole living, um, and and I love Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah. How did we? So how did this start? Um, we worked at the we worked at St. Louis Fellowship of Christian Athletes together, um, loving high school kids and loving the Lord um, for a week. Uh, we were camp counselors, you could say, huddle leaders, um, and probably bonded with two people so quickly more than any two people I've ever met in my life. Um, and so we just like y'all can give your two cents, but we basically just had a heart to like we just kept having these conversations that were incredible. Um, and so we just were like, I want everyone to experience this vulnerability and this intentionality and, um, just like the way the Lord works through conversations and through people, through words, um, as the tongue has so much power. Uh, so here we are, <laughs> uh, yeah, it started. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, here. this is crazy. Um, yeah, this is sick. Like I'm nervous, yeah. but this we is, we started, sweet. we literally had a group chat called the devil's least favorite trio. Um, and, <laughs> and, and, dude, and, that's, and then we literally oh, one day, it just like, like conviction. It's just like, this is it. This is going to be the name. This is the vision. Um, let's make it happen. And so here we are. I mean, praise God that we have the mm. time to make this happen on a, on a nice Tuesday night, a beautiful evening in Missouri. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's oh, human. Yeah, it's yes. muggy. Like walking through soup. Um, so yeah, three oh, yeah. Missouri boys, um, some some decent athletes who love the Lord, uh, and so to, we we were kind of talking about what to do for the first episode, um, and something that like we realized that people or kids didn't have a grasp on college kids, high school kids, young adults, whatever was prayer, um, and so that's our first topic. Um, I guess our mission behind this podcast is. Uh, you could say, like it says in our bio, like finding joy and purpose in your youth through Christ. Um, and so we feel like like, yep. like we have the key, you know, like we've found it. Like how do you find joy and purpose in your youth? And it's literally through Jesus. Um, and so here, we're here mm. to share it and how to do it practically. Um, so, yeah, we're going to hop right into it. Um, so I don't know. I think I gave you guys these questions to prepare, but it doesn't matter. Um, so one time that prayer was just huge, like, like it was very evident, like the power of it. Um, and it showed up real in your life. Who wants to rip Who wants mm. to start us off? If not, I have it. I have something. Man, I don't know. That's deep. Um, there's been so many different times in my life where prayers just, um, came in huge. And the, the funniest part, the best part about it 
um, is that it's never what we oh, expect, yeah. right? Um, oh, yeah. I, I think I think most times um, when we pray, we're asking for something. Um, and, and almost, if not all the time, what we're asking for is not what's best for us. And mm. it's not what he has planned for us. Mm. Um, it's funny. I actually spent... Most of my high school career, hoping, wishing, dreaming that I was going to be um, a college athlete, uh, that I was going to get to play college football, um, that I was going to do all these things, right? I had this dream that um, I wouldn't have to pay for college. I had this dream that um, I was going to be this big, great, awesome athletic football player. Um, and arguably the best thing that's come out of my life has come from the exact opposite side of that uh, in go. not playing football. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of my thing is um, my whole football side. And then um, me actually transitioning away from the game and, and learning who I am Let's in him, in him um, instead of in age, sport. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mitch, do you have something? Do you have facts, something? Facts, oh, yeah. facts, facts. Yeah, I do. Um, so mine's kind of similar with the way that I chose what school I was going to go to. Um, I was in this place where I just, had no idea and I spent so much time in prayer about it um, and I was totally just expecting the Lord just to like up front totally just say black and white where I was going to go um, and he worked in a different way um, that I wasn't expecting he ended up using um, some people around me to show me that the Lord was just giving me options um, and he sent someone it's actually my mom to give me this um analogy that um, just kind of spoke to what the Lord was doing. Um, and it went something like this, that imagine like your city is flooded and underwater um, and you're sitting on your roof um, and you're praying and begging that the Lord will save you. Um, and a boat comes by and there's some people on the boat and they're like, hey, get in our boat. And then you just sit there on your roof and you're just like, no, man, I got to wait. I'm waiting for the Lord. I'm waiting for the Lord to save me. And then the boat goes by. And then another boat comes. Same thing. You let him pass because you're waiting for the Lord. Then a helicopter comes. And you do the same thing. You say that you're waiting for the Lord. And then you pray again, Lord, why won't you save me? And then the Lord's like, I sent you two boats <laughs> and a helicopter. <laughs> what else do you want me to do? And I had all these situations that were just lining up, just like, like at multiple different colleges, I had things that were working. I had leadership opportunities at one school. I had a volleyball scholarship at another and I just couldn't decide. And the Lord was being pretty clear whether or not I realized it or not, the, that he was just giving me a choice that as long as I followed him, it was mm -hmm. staying near to him. And I was just telling people about him and I was just loving him in every single moment that it didn't matter that it was going to line up with mm. his will. Wow. No matter where it was at. And that was something that just blew my mind because like that was not a way I'd experienced prayer before. I had not experienced him answering in those ways before. And yeah, that was just Dude, that's so a sick. really cool thing. Um, I think it's funny how we yeah, like, like we, we pray for things and then we expect the Lord to do like something in a certain area. When it's really like like he's doing everything around that area and you're like waiting, you're waiting for him to work. Right. Like you're like, yes, Lord, you're giving me incredible friends and, and scholarship money at this school. But like I can't play football there. You know, like, like wait, when are you going to provide the football right. thing? And then you're like, yeah, you're just like yeah, eating yourself right. up, like trying to do this. Um, oh, man, my 
so one time just prayer was just so big um so i love like specific instances when like i pray and it's like instantly i know that like that like this is better you know yeah so um i have a couple mm-hmm. a couple things so my sophomore year of college so last spring i was working overnights and going straight to practice a lot of mornings and like just like some and i was working like 20 hours a week on top of 17 credit hours and trying to lead fca and track and like I literally would not have survived the day without Jesus. Like, I was, I was, I had to be constantly in prayer in order for me to stay focused, for me to stay like faithful and loving to people. In order, like, uh, everything, I literally leaned on Jesus so hard. Um, and where, like, that's just a time where I grew so much because, like, finding joy and struggle, and like learning that, like, when I am weak, the Lord can do His work because nothing that I did in the spring of my of my my sophomore year was like me. Like everything was like, I can't do a day without Jesus, so he's doing everything. And I knew that. I knew that like with yeah. the amount I was sleeping and the amount I was doing, like there's no way a human body can do what I did. Um, and so like that is literally, people would ask how I do it and I would tell them Jesus power. Like I'd literally run on Jesus power. Like the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit yes, was, was keeping me. Um, and then, yeah, I have a little Powerful moment. Dude. So this summer at camp, I work at Canicook Camps um, for all the listeners. Um, K2 specifically, big sports guy. Heck yeah. Um, and I, uh, we were worshiping, and I love worship, especially like camp worship. There's just something that, like just how like real it is. So like worship in general is one of my favorite. It's different. Man, it's, it's so different, bro. And, like, something about camp worship is just so crazy and like I also just love worship in general I love worship in my kitchen I love worship in in any church old new hymnal doesn't matter I love it um and I could not focus like I literally was just like like my head was just everywhere like there was this girl and then there was like there was like these kids I was worried about and there was like all this stuff and I just couldn't zone in and give the Lord intimacy and I just started praying like I stopped singing and I was like I was like father I was like help me to focus on you use this time to be intimate with you and grow closer to you and it was like dude instant I was like oh my goodness Uh, like like all of a sudden I was like zoned in felt the Holy Spirit move like it was insane and so I was just like that is the fruit of prayer it's so like it's right there like Oh my gosh. It is. It is. So mm. that was long winded, but like, it's just so real. Um, and so like people not grasping the power of it, like that, it just like kind of throws me off. Like how you can't be constantly in prayer. Cause for me, it's literally necessity. Like I cannot go without it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like when you, like when I started out in my, in my walk with Christ, um, like you, like, you just you neglect prayer so much, um, and you see the way that your life, um, the way the way that you walk um, in your everyday life is so much. It's it's affected so much by mm. how much you pray, if you do or if you don't. Um, and when I didn't pray every day, when I didn't have those constant talks with the Lord, when I didn't, um, when I didn't connect with Him or, or feel His presence, my life looks astronomically different than what it looks like right now um when i do wake up with prayer go to bed with prayer throughout the day use prayer um Mm. and be with him um it's just it's so much different and it's so much better you're living your life the way that you were designed to be dude 
Mm. Um, this great girl in my life once said it one way that was like, I said, I don't know how people live without it. And she said, they don't live, they go on surviving, acting like they live, like they're living. And I was like, holy mama. Like, that's true. Wow. Like, they literally don't know, like, the, the, the beauty, like, the joy of it. Um, which is insane to me because I could not like live a different way. And so like they say the saddest people are people that like, so there's people that are lost and they don't know the goodness of the Lord. So they don't care. They just know nothing. Like they, they're in their sin. They're living in their sin. Like obviously there's no consistency, there's no consistency, but like they don't know what they're missing out on. And then there's the, the happiest mm -hmm. people that are like truly finding joy in the Lord and his work and then being constantly in prayer and in the word and like intimacy and your relationships flourish from it and everything. And then the saddest people in the world are in the middle. They've experienced it, but they don't live in it. So they're just like in a constant lack, like a constant hungriness for something that can't be filled by anything other than Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Do you ever hear, that reminds me, um, I want to ask you guys and ask the listeners, like, do you ever um, have a moment where you're doing something and you think that that something was what you needed? And in the middle of doing whatever that was, um, may it be chasing after a girl or um, going out with your friends and partying and drinking and doing all this stuff. Um, and you're in the middle of doing that and you're like, wow, I'm not <laughs> filled. Like this didn't, like I thought this oh, yeah. was going to satisfy me. And it doesn't. You know what that is? That that's that's God calling you. He's nagging at you. He's 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 tapping the back of your shoulder, saying, "Hey, there's not. That's not gonna fill you. There's only one thing hey, that can dude. fill you." Amen. And it's <laughs> wow, wow. Like I, there's this thing that Jesus talks about that is walking, or I think Paul writes about it the most, like walking in unison with the Holy Spirit, like walking alongside the Holy Spirit, and like what does that look like? Mm. And I and I like really prayed on it and like studied it this summer and it's like following your convictions like knowing that that like there's a reason your heart is not full when you come home from saturday like on saturday night when you've gone out and done that there's a reason that like that like the attention yeah. of this oh, girl yeah. only satisfies you for the next 15 minutes before you need to hear it again like is because you're not content in the only thing that provides true contentment like living water you're not content in it and that's where you have to be yeah. No, that's that's so yeah. fast. Oh yeah. The just the like conviction, like when I'm like on a long run or something, I'll like spend ten minutes in the middle of the long run just picking up litter in a neighborhood or something. Because if I run by it, I get so mm. convicted. Like praise God he's given me a heart that has him in it and that I can like that I have those convictions. Yeah. But like oh, yeah. it's yeah, it's like walking alongside those convictions and following them. Like what does that really like what does that look mm. like? And that's like you know what wrong is. Like we are programmed by our creator to know yeah. what like wrong is. And like there's yeah. a reason that like we right. feel empty when we don't lean on the right things. Uh, and so. Yeah, mm. it's crazy. Oh, And it's not a coincidence amen. either. That's the best. No. Dude, that reminds me of a passage in one of the major prophets. I don't remember which one. It's either Jeremiah um, or Isaiah. And talk about, um, actually it might be in Ezekiel. Um talk about the Israelites um, and they had just started creating these like cisterns of water that were broken um, and they were filling them with their own water. Um, and it, um, I can't remember if it's analogy. It's been a minute since I read it. I can't, uh, I can't remember if it's analogy, but it talks about how they have these broken cisterns 
um, that can't hold much water because they're broken and they leak and they're filling it with mm. their own kind of water and they're neglecting the the cistern of living water that the Lord provides oh. that holds water eternally and is the only living eternal yeah. water. Oh my gosh. And it's just like, oh, and that just speaks so much to like the way our sinful nature takes mm -hmm. us now still. Like we still choose these broken cisterns over and over again. Like 2,000 years, 3,000 years since the beginning of time. Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> it may, it looks so, it looks so different now than it did then, but like. It's all the same now. It's all the same and it just like. Mm. loops and the way satan just works with it it just he just changes but he's just in this pattern of doing it and doing it but like the lord's right there and he's and he's there tapping on your shoulder like you guys are saying like this is you know where you know the way the truth oh is. dude that's why why are you looking for this quick fix that doesn't Amen. fix anything like, and because it's like right in our face we just think that like that's it. Like, that's what steals our attention. That's what, like, but that's what grace through faith is, is, like, us, like, neglecting what's in our mm. face. Like, what Satan can use to, the king of the world can use to distract us. Um, like, like neglecting yeah. that and knowing that, like, I have something better. I, I can think eternally. I can get the fruits of the Spirit if I walk alongside the Lord. And who doesn't want love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? Um... And that's Galatians 5, 23, for anybody who's listening that wants to know the reference. Um, the verse I absolutely live by. Um, I try to, um, as I'm being trained in righteousness by the Lord and my trials. I think I think everybody should it, look to that verse. so good. Um, as a way to, as an example mm. uh, for how we should walk. Like, it literally, like, mm. everything that you desire, all bad things are the pursuit of good things in a wicked way. It's C.S. Lewis that talks about that, right? Ooh. So, like, nobody nobody does bad things hoping, like, I hope I feel like garbage. Like, that doesn't happen. So, people pursue, like, if you no, think about no. what are the what are the worst things that, like, ensnare, like, like young Christian hearts? Like, porn. Um, like, comparison. Alcohol. You know, drugs. All these mm. things that, like, what do those mm. things give you? Like, porn gives you a dopamine hit. And, like, the Lord, the Lord created sex for pleasure. Um, in marriage and for unit, like for making two people one. So like, so like you're pursuing right, a right good place. thing yeah. in a bad way. Like in alcohol, alcohol, yeah. you're pursuing yeah. happiness because that's what it is. It's called happy juice or whatever. Um, and so like you're pursuing happiness when you have alcohol. Um, so you're pursuing a good thing just in a bad way. Drugs is the same thing. You're pursuing like, like, um, what do you call it? Relaxation and rest. You're pursuing it in the wrong yeah. way. Yeah. Um, comparison. You're like pursuing a better self, like, but you're doing it in the wrong way. And so like we are we are literally just doing things in the wrong way and and it's like so far, like off the mark. And so like that verse is like you get all these things you want literally by growing closer to Jesus. Like walking in unison with the Spirit and like giving the Lord wow. your intimacy every day. Um, dying to self, as Jesus says in all the gospels. Um, that like he who, he who dies to himself, um, and fight, like in my name will surely, will surely gain his life. Um, because that's so fact, like so real that when you put yourself, you put the things aside that like, cause like 
you know, if you're pursuing, like, your name being glorified, if you're pursuing anything, like, when you put the pursuit of that thing aside for yourself, and rather you, like, do it to proclaim the Lord's name, he's going to provide emotions you're seeking in a much more organic way. In in the right Every way. single every, time. Every time. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Heck yeah. Wow, good work. Praise God. Holy Spirit's, Holy Spirit's working. Um, so I have another question. Um, hopefully you guys have an answer to this one. I think it's pretty straightforward. So who Shoot. do you pray for the most? It could be multiple people, just like somebody you consistently seem to be in prayer for. Or like a group of people or something. Mm. Somebody kick us off. Mitch, I'll let you go. Yeah, I'll let, Mitch, I'll let you go first. Yeah, uh, one of two. Actually, it doesn't even have to be one of two. I pray for both of them. Um, my volleyball team, mm-hmm. um, a lot of guys I love to death that haven't quite experienced the fullness of Jesus yet, and I'm just praying over and over again that they will. Um, really cool moment that happened uh, Thursday morning. I'm sitting in chapel. In a little context, my school is 70% athletes, um, and we say it's probably like 20% or less believers, even though it's a Baptist school. Um, there's just not a lot of believers at our school. Um, that's kind of the mission work that they do. They hand out athletic scholarships so that they can bring in kids and share the word. Um, but our, our chapel services, we have required chapels on Thursdays, and they're normally pretty empty. And I turn around because they announce that everyone needs to scoot into the middle of the row so they can fill the seats. I turn around. There's, like, people standing in the aisles. Oh. It's so packed. And I was Come like, on, holy cow. And I just, and I just like, I was just like, time to pray. And I was just started praying um, for all the athletes in the room and all the non-believers. Um, and the Lord was just like, something crazy is going to happen this year. Let's like go. a revival's on the rise, my guy. And I was, I was like, no way. I was like, okay, bet, let's go. Time to pray even harder for this. Um, so uh, like right now, I'm just like super urgently praying for it, um, praying mm. for my team in specific. Come on. Um, but yeah, I pr- pray for them all the time. Um, I'm a small group leader. I'm an intern um, at my church. I'm a small group leader of freshman boys, and I'm always praying for those boys um, that they can yeah. experience the love of Christ um, and that they can start to really understand it because they they grew up in the church and they know they know all the answers, but um, they're mm-hmm. at the point where they just need to start being submissive to it um, and obedient. That's good. Big. Oh, so yeah. you're saying you yeah, pray for them unpacking. out of a heart for them to experience like the Galatians five, like, like you want them to understand yeah. and live in the joy that we get from the Lord. Yeah, I want I want their obedience to the Lord to be um, as old, like I want it to be as aged and mature mm, as their knowledge is of the Lord. Let's go. It's easier to. Cause like that's some that's something that's so easy for like believers that like, grow up in the church, like you know all the right answers, but like what yeah. are you doing with the right answers? Are you just answering? Are you just answering questions people ask you, or are you like right. actually putting into into oh, action? Yeah. It is so much life? easier to talk like Jesus than walk like Jesus, you know. Oh, <laughs> um, that's huge. Yo, my favorite my favorite thing is when you're at camps or you're um, you're being intentional and talking with somebody. Um, and and they give you that 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 softball Jesus answer, um, and you turn around and you ask a why or a, um, yes, and 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 get them to dig a little bit deeper, and then you mm. you, you have to see the wheels start to oh turn more and see God work. 
Um, Dude, let's go. It's filling. I told it's you really guys love it was it. my method to intentionality, like at camps. I can meet someone and be deep in like 45 seconds because I literally, I always say <laughs> like two highs and a low. So then they're like, they're like, oh, I want to, I, I meddled at state in cross country and I, and I, my mom got a new job and we got to move to this really cool place. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like, what was your low? And they're like, well, you know, and they always say something like pretty real. Like, they're like, school was a struggle and I just got into some stuff I shouldn't have. And I'm like, how did the Lord use it? How did the Lord use it? How did the Lord use it? And then all, for the first time, these kids have experienced this months ago. For the first time, they're hearing it in a light of like, well, how did God use it? Like, like what did he do through that? You know, so like for me, like a low would be that I had 30 minutes of free time a day, you know? But like, how did God use that? He made me desperate, desperately dependent on him, you know? And so it's like, how yeah. does the Lord use negatives? Like, that's so cool. Um, so like getting those kids, like unpacking those, like those kids that like are calloused to like, like Christian word, you know, some kids are fiending for the Bible, but kids that are, that are from the Bible belt that are from Texas or Missouri or whatever that have heard it their whole lives, like are like, whoa, like, let's see this in a practical way where I'm not just talking it. Bennett, who do you pray for the most? Um, honestly, man, I pray for a lot of people. Um, I, that's one of the, the ways that, that I feel most filled, um, with his love is, is, is sending love and prayers and encouragement to other people. Um, I've, I've started to do this thing. I call it Monday motivation. Oh, yeah, I texted yeah. you guys last Monday. I didn't get to get okay. around yeah, to yeah, it today. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, I don't know. That's, that's my way of, of sending love and, and kind of, um, in a way prayer as well. But, um, one of the biggest people that I pray for is, uh, is probably my friend Colin. Um, he's my best friend. He's been my best friend um, since sixth grade, um, and and I love him to death. Uh, he, he's he's amazing. He's um, he's the hardest worker I know. He's um, 4.0 student, uh, college athlete. He just he just earned the captain's band for his soccer team as a junior, uh, Division One program, um, and I absolutely love the kid. Um, but sometimes. Uh, it's it's almost like he he wants to walk with Christ, but he doesn't know how, right? Um, and and I I just love him to death, and um, I pray for him almost every day. Um, Lord, be intentional with him today. Lord, um, show him you today. Um, Lord, give him your love today. Um, just small things like that here and there. Um, yeah. That's just one example, and I do that with um, almost every person that I'm close with. I love that. So now your heart for this so, yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that dude so much. I think that I pray for, um, I, I, there's so many people. So, um, I pray for my, for my mom a lot, uh, because she's incredible, like set the tone for women in my life, like has showed me like just how incredible the heart of like a submitted woman can be. Um, and she like has been incredible in my life. And so like she's 63 still or 62. Sorry, mom. Um, still working like a full, like, like 40 hours a week, still like, like managing too much, doing too much around the house. Like I want this woman, like, I wish I was in my career now so I could send checks home and keep her on the, on her, like in her chair cooking, like cooking healthy moms, you know, like I just, I don't want her to. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just like, and like my dad. Like, I'll talk about this more in another podcast, just, like, how absent he is, like, as a husband 
and as like a father emotionally spiritually like he's literally just pays the house bill and like the house bill and that's it um and so it's just like hard um to to imagine like mm-hmm. living full time with him with no boys to distract you because my brothers and i are all out of the house um and so it's like i just love her so much and so i'm always in prayer for her um and then uh, i do pray for like my lost brothers and lost dad uh that like that they'll experience like like Mitch like you said you're praying for them because like you want them to feel the joy like you want them to understand it and so like both yeah, my brothers yeah. have like panic attacks and anxiety and I'm like listen like there's freedom there's freedom like I promise you know um, and so like the Holy Spirit's the yeah, only thing that that's can break what it's about. so that's where I have to sit I have to know that the Holy Spirit's in control um, and that I just have to plant seeds and I think mm-hmm. that's yeah and I think that's what the root of this podcast. Um, yeah, this amen. project, sorry, is what, um, is what we're doing. Um, the pure yeah. joy project, right? We want, we, we feel pure joy because we get to walk with the Lord every day and we get to experience his love. Um, and we want to share it with one, the listeners and two, um, all the people that we mm-hmm. care about and we love, um, and we want to get amen. his word out yeah. there because that's, that's what it's about. I love that. No, that's it's so tough. like, that's literally, I have such a heart for everybody to experience this. If everybody on the planet could experience how I feel for one day, nobody would doubt that there's a creator and that he's sovereign and that he mm. loves us. Like not, not without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Like, and so that's why like, mm. I don't fear death. You know, I don't fear trial. I don't fear man. Like, I just know that like, there's so much better. Um, and it's made me better at my sport. It's made me everything because I can just give it up. I just know it's not about me. Um, but I, I also like mm. wanted to share that I pray for lost people around me or struggling people around me, like literally constantly, almost. Like I'm talking, I walk Amen. campus, I'll be praying for 15 or 20 different people on the way to class. I'll be, I'll be praying for like my friends in my group chats. I'll be praying for my teammates while we're running. Like I'll be like, I'm just like constantly like, like I see somebody and they're just frustrated. I see somebody and they're stressed out. I see somebody and they're like, um, and they're just like, their priorities are wrong. Their patience is thin, like all these things. And I'm just like, Lord, I'm like, break their heart for you, please. Like, like do your thing. You know, I'm like, these people don't know what they're missing and I want them to know what they're missing. Um, and so I, yeah, so I literally am like, I'm talking 20 people on the way to class. Like not that God counts tickets and he cares about numbers, but like, I'm just like constantly like anytime I interact with someone, I'll be praying for people in the middle of a conversation with them. I'll be like praying for them. Like it's like I I just find a way because I'm like I'm like I need them to to hear Jesus right now and not hear me. So like I have to submit. And so that's like where I'm constantly trying to be and where I'm at. It's just like how can I like lift these other people up, you know, Um, and like people – it's gotta be the first oh, step of amen. evangelism. Like and gotta be. Like, gotta like literally, be. I um so first John five sixteen. Um I love first John. I studied it this summer. I tucked I literally I literally amazing. have that Dude, pulled up. And I, I was tucked, waiting for the Yeah, to I tucked in, so many it. of those verses in my heart in First John this summer because it's so good. Ben, Bennett, you wanna read it if you have it pulled up? Yeah, but I'm I'm actually gonna go back to thing. verse fourteen. Your thing through sixteen. First John five fourteen through 16, 14 starts. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Verse 15 goes on to say, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have, we know that we have 
what we asked of him. 16 says, if you see any brother or sister this sin that does not lead to death, you should pray and God will give them life. I refer to those who sin. I refer to those whose sin does not lead to death. There's a sin that leads to death. I'm not saying that you should pray about mm. that. Yeah, that's is that the right verse? Is that like, where you were at? Literally, it's like, it says that like, if you see somebody fall in sin, commit sin, like it doesn't say condemn them. It doesn't say like, like persecute them. It says pray for them. It doesn't even say no. confront them, right? You don't even have, they don't even have to know that you're praying. The best part, it's probably yeah, my favorite that, like, part about it. Literally, like there's no, like the Holy Spirit does all the work in that process. Like all of it. You know, we literally just yeah. take, we literally lift them up to the Lord. Like, and, and to think that like, mm. if anything is in his will that we pray for, we are granted. Mm. Um, and so like, I don't know what the Lord's will wow. has, but I know I want to submit to it because I'm promised that it's better than what I have. Yeah. I think that I, my prayer right. changed and like my voice, like my, um, the way that I pray for like people that are sick or people that have died or people that like all these things, um, or are dying is like, like, you know how Jesus, like when he's suffering at the end of the God, like any of the gospels, like he's like, father, like if it's your will, take this cup of suffering from me. But your will be done. But your will be done. But your will be done. Over and over again, he says it. And so it's like Jesus literally knew that like God's will was better than anything that his 100% human half, you know, could have. And so he's like, he's like, Father, if it's in your will, take this from me. If it's in your will, take this from me. While, amen. While literally. staring death in the face, and I, I think I think that's the best part about all of it is we we as humans we can't even say. Lord, let your will be done when when somebody tells us no or we get a bad grade on a test or um, we have a knee surgery that we have to get that prevents us from, from playing sports, um, any of these things, right? And we can't submit to his will in those small situations. And Jesus said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm staring at death in the face. There, I'm, going to be, I'm going to be hung on a cross, um, beaten to with an inch of my life, Lord. Um, if you can take this cup from me, if not, if not, do your thing. I just got chills. Like, oh, that's so sick. Literally, like, like, hey, like, imagine the suffering. Like, not only was he dying, he was facing the worst death—a Roman crucifixion. Like, dude was about to face the most painful, the most gruesome death that the world had to offer at the time. And he said, he said, Lord, Mm. your will be done. If this is it, do it. And so branching off of that, I love this. Wow. In the Gospels, Jesus, 26 times in the Gospels, Jesus prays or talks about praying. 26 is a lot. The Gospels aren't that long. So like, so like, why did, he's 100% God and 100% man. Why do you guys think God had to pray and what did he use it for? Like Jesus Christ had to pray and what did he use it for? Wow, what a question. I think there's a, there's a lot that oh, yeah. goes into that. Um, but like the one that screams out to me, like if he's fully God, he knows the full intentions of like this is going to be written down and this is going to become the holy word and people are going to be reading this to the, end of the age, to the end of the ages. So I think a really solid amount of it has to be that Jesus is setting – that's the awesome. best example for us. Mm. That like, yeah, it could have just gone the way where he was just 
telling the disciples mm. to pray and that's it. And like we had like examples of like disciples praying, but I think also like Jesus is also teaching the disciples how to pray. Yeah. Like when you first learned how to pray, did someone just say, Hey, prayer, go do it. Or did they pray and show you how you pray? Like yeah. someone taught you how to pray. And Jesus, Jesus was one of the, was just like giving the perfect example of like, this is how you pray. And people were praying before Jesus came, but like Jesus is yeah. the perfect son of God. Like he knows how to do everything to the full yeah. extent of how So like done. if we want to learn how to do anything, we should learn and do it how Jesus did. And so that's what we're doing. And that, that's so sweet. Oh yeah. 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 I love it. That's a great answer. Yes, sir. Uh, Bennett, do you have anything to add? Yeah. Cool, you're cut out. Yeah, 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 you're great. You're great. Can you hear me? You're good. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's just so much going through my head right now. Um, I don't even know where yeah, to start, think, honestly. Like, um, think about like what we use prayer for and like the situations Jesus used it in. Like, like after he gets done like feeding five thousand, he literally like removes himself to the wilderness to pray. Like he, um, and just like situations yeah. like that, like when facing stress or facing trial, Jesus was like, all right, like, let me get with my father real quick, um, and get my mind right, get my heart yeah. right, like for this thing. Um, so like, what an example, like if God had to pray, like we have to pray, you know, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I think, I think, um, I just think that he, I mean, he had to pray literally in every situation. Um, and, and I don't think it can be stressed enough that everything that he did, it was in prayer. Um, like we just said, it, death, staring death in the face, prayer, feeding 5,000 prayer. Um, it, it just everything. Um, prayer is all encompassing and, and is um, the most powerful tool that we have. Dude, it literally, so it's like, it is our communication with the Lord. Um, Bennett, you should yell at your people in the background to be quiet. Um, but show them Jesus. Um, so, oh my gosh. Yeah, I pulled a couple of these verses out um, because they're so powerful. Um, and God's word is so much better than anything I have to say in every situation. So, like, I try not to say anything without backing it with scripture. And so we've gone for almost 40 minutes now, like, um, with, like, not a whole lot of scripture. And so I want to um, bring that in. So Matthew 26, 41 um, says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So like, let's unpack that. Um, so like watch and pray so you won't fall into temptation. That is literally like, like step one to not falling into temptation is like, take it to the Lord, you know? And so when it says the mm. spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, how do you think that relates to, um, being in prayer? Spirit so think about like, like what we're, what we're doing when we're, when we're mm. praying is like connecting with the Lord. And so like, yeah, the spirit is exactly. willing, but the flesh is weak. So like we, we may be, um, the, f mm. the flesh cannot hold on its own. Like we're literally told that like we will, we are not given anything that us and the spirit together can't handle. Um, and so what it's, what it's saying yeah. is like 
we need the Holy Spirit to interact with us in these things in order for us to have dominion over lust and over temptation of any kind. Because our flesh wants them. Our flesh yeah. wants acceptance. Our flesh wants these things. Um, and so, like, mm. for us to walk along with the Spirit and see that those things are, are better um, is, yeah. is, like, where we need to be. Um, another verse, so Matthew 5, yeah. um, 44. Um, but I tell you, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. So... We have a we have plenty of time left. Let's talk an enemy that you loved, like despite. Um, it doesn't have to be a real enemy, just somebody that brought trial into your life that you loved. This. Oh man, that's, man. that's just such a hard. Um, I mean, there's just you're so conditioned, right, in yeah. in everyday life um, that that having enemies and and having rivals and. Um, being a savage and, and turning your back on people and it's you against the world, right? Um, and it's just so hard to flip that mindset and say, you know what, um, you wronged me. Let me turn around, pray for you, love you, um, and and send that back to you instead of matching negative mm. with more negative. <laughs> turn that, you know, it says so you, I can't. when you get struck in one cheek, turn him the other cheek, like give him the other cheek to, to strike. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. real is that? Yeah, and, and and most people see that as turn the other cheek, turn around, ignore them. In reality, he's saying, like you said, turn the other cheek, give him the other cheek. Um and and if if that's what they're going to continue to do, then that's what they're going to continue to do. But keep showing love, keep showing grace. Um I don't know, Paul, can yeah, you think yeah. of any examples in your life that you have? About one now, like for our friend's book. Um, that we'll plug here at a later date um, that I'm writing a story mm. about like last year or for the last couple years there's been a guy in our FCA congregation on campus that just encompassed everything that my flesh hated like when it comes to like pride and pessimism and like all these like things he literally was like the embodiment of like my arch nemesis emotionally um and I, like, specifically, like, seeked him out and loved him well, like, like intentionally. And eventually it was, like, just on my heart to do it and I didn't have to think about it. But, like, I was just, like, I was, like, this mm. is an opportunity to, like, to live as Christ, not just talk as Christ. Um, and so, like, I was, con I, I mean, I was constantly in prayer for this dude. Like, we would always go play basketball. That's what we did. I'd bring a speaker, I'd put on some jams, and we would shoot basketballs and, like, play, like, 21 to 101 and just stupid stuff. Um, and so, mm. like, people looked at me like I was crazy because I was spending time with this guy when he was, like, the embodiment of what we don't want, like, when it comes to a lot of things. Um and then, like, I ended up loving him so much. Like, and he pushed me in my faith in some cool ways. Um, and I, uh, he'll probably listen to this. Um, and so, like, I was just always in prayer for him and, like, living that. And, like, just the peace it brought over me to, like, pray blessings over someone that, like, pushed every single button of my flesh. But to, like, choose Jesus instead, you know? Oh, so sweet. Yeah, Maybe that is really, really you. cool. Um, love that. Yeah, I do. Um, when I first got to Mobap, 
the culture shock with the volleyball team was just mm. insane. Um, and got got handed a lot of persecution from them um, because of what I believe. Um, got slammed with a lot of really hard questions from them where they were just trying, they told me to my face that they were just trying to tear, mm. tear me apart um, and try to get me to contradict myself and that no matter how much I pulled scripture out to explain my answers, um, that it wasn't enough that they knew that the Bible wasn't going to contradict itself, but they just wanted me to contradict myself. Um, and one of the ways that I've learned to love is just patience. Um, and it says that in, uh, first oh, yeah. Corinthians, um, that love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't oh, yeah. end or boast. Um, but like being patient and praying for these guys while they were literally making my life so miserable that I like, there were days where I just did not want to go to school because I knew that I was going to be ripped apart by these guys. Mm. And then the Lord was just like, are you doing this on your own strength? Or are you doing this Come on. by my strength? Mm. Like what, what is the huge deal if, they reject you like are they rejecting are they actually rejecting you or are they rejecting mm. me amen like are you sta- are you standing for my name or your name and That's i was just incredible. like oh my goodness lord i love that <laughs> i was like hello um and just like through like conversations with that of just like dying to myself and giving up my pride um the lord was just able to give me a lot of peace mm. and it filled me with like joy and like I started to look forward to having those conversations with them. It started to fizzle out and be less of a, like a 10 on one uh, question answer thing more to like one-on-one conversations and they proved to be really fruitful. Um, and there's a few guys that really took interest um, and they sought my wisdom out for a lot of things. They, they realized, um, the love that I had in me that the Lord had given me. Um, and they just seeked me for a lot of help that they needed. Um, and they, they wanted to know about the truth. Mm. Um, uh, one of the guys I helped buy his first Bible, help him start getting reading in it. Um, one of my good friends became a believer last October. Let's go Mitch. Um, and a lot of guys, a lot of guys continue to ask questions, but not, I don't know if they've, personally accepted it yet but the lord planted seeds through all that and it was rough for the first little bit but like as soon as i had that conversation with the lord and just finally just gave myself up just to be the hands and feet and be the instrument in the hands of the redeemer like amazing yeah how like all of us who would admit that we are like awful, like broken, non-worthy vessels, like this the stories we have of like mm. God using us. Like, and all we have to do is simply like put ourselves aside and submit. Like, Lord, your will is better than mine. That's do it. with me what you want. Like, like guide my steps, guide my thoughts, guide my words, yeah. guide my actions. Like in all my ways, mm. you increase and I decrease. Rip anything from my life that doesn't glorify you. Amen start your day like that's that's my hit my knees prayer in the morning 
steps, thoughts, words, actions. Hit my hit yeah. my like knees I always for, just like I'm in a position of vulnerability. I get out of bed, I hit my knees, like palms up, fully in submission, like guide my steps, guide my thoughts, guide my words, mm. guide my actions. Like you increase, I decrease. Rip anything from my life that doesn't glorify you, Lord. I'm a little more eloquent with it because I love like prayer where I'm just like where I like feel solitude and connected. But like, um, just knowing that uh, that like He's in control, that like the Spirit is is strong and I am weak. The Spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. So the Spirit the Spirit is willing mm. to to spend time with people that are hard and to love people that do awful things. But my flesh is like influenced by culture where they're like, get out, like screw them. You know, like I don't even, I can pull out like little like thing after thing um, where like Twitter where people are just like, don't, don't cross a puddle or don't cross an ocean for somebody who wouldn't jump a puddle for you. And I'm like, bro, I'm crossing six oceans for that person. Cause like, this isn't, this is yeah, not, those are the, those exactly. are the people that need it. Like, this is not about Paul or Bennett or Mitchell. Like this is about the kingdom. So like I'm crossing that ocean because if, however, exactly, however like, much I got to do, if like Mitchell, you planted yeah. seeds for months before those kids had like really turned in any way. And you, it had nothing to do with yeah. you. Like all you did was submit and be like, use use God's word, because it's the only truth we know on this planet. Mm. So you shared God's word and you loved them okay. well. And look what the Holy Spirit did. Hearts changed, bro. Like it's 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 like that. You prayed for mm. them. You prayed something that was in God's will for those people's heart to change, and they change. Like that's just that's yeah. literally the fruits of prayer right in your face. And that amazing. Mm. Could you imagine? Could you imagine on campuses in the world? Could you just imagine what it would look like if, um, if you prayed for one person you saw every day, and every person did that for one person they saw every single day? Mm. What what would change? Oh my gosh! Like mm. just like the posture of everybody, like around. Like imagine you know you may never see the fruits of what you do. Like, Mitch, you might have, like, graduated and never seen these guys find the Lord. But, like, what if, like, through you, like, one of them is saved and then one of them, like, helps one of their friends get saved and then their friend helps a guy get saved who becomes the next Billy Graham. And a million Mm. people are saved through this guy because the Lord uses this guy. And... And it, exactly, and then you get up to to like to literally hear "Well done, my good and faithful servant" from Jesus, which are the words that I long for every day. Um, like you get up to hear that, and Jesus says, "Turn around," and you turn around, and there's 60 million people behind you because of all the people that in the, in the circle mm. of discipleship that you prayed for and loved well, and and you were a part of the 60 million people experiencing joy and finding the kingdom. That's what it's about, oh, wow. dude. My Amen. God, this is eternal bro. stuff, dude. This is not Amen. messing around here. Of like, dude, li- we are not soft. We deal it how it is, and so this is the fact. Like every single, I might have mm. talked to you guys about this. If you've heard a good sermon in your life or a good devo, it boils down to three things: love God more pray and read scripture love others 
Mm. Those, that's it. That's that is, it. That is the three things that every single good sermon, God-fearing, scripture-based sermon, are one of those three things, if not more. Like, that's it. There's your key. There's your key to joy. There's your key to purpose. There is your key to everything. To all the things that, that you could ever want. You'll be so fulfilled. If you listen to those good sermons, the Francis Chans that could speak it well. Ooh. Here's, the, here's God's promise to us if we pray for others and we love others the way that God loves us. Psalm 1, verse 1 through 6. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Yes. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, oh, the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Day and like night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yield its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither and all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives Come away. Come on, dude. Come on. That was that's God's word. <laughs> and that's, 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 his literally that's his all, promise Everything in that book is truth. God has preserved his word better than anything, better than his people, better than, better than the birds of the air. He's, mm-hmm. preser- he's preserved his word. That's truth right there. Are you kidding me, dude? Mm. There it is. Yo, you have do you ever do you ever just sit there and you're just like, wow, like there's no way, there's no way that this book can not be true because it's gone, it's gone, it's stood the test of time. It's gone through so many years, so many ages, so many decades, so many centuries. It's it's gone through literally everything. There hasn't been one person who's been able to disprove it to a point that they stop making it, they stop telling it, they stop Dude, sharing saying, the story of Jesus. Like that, like it. There's just no way. There's like, okay, no way at all. Here's my either. So with the things Jesus said at that time, he is either like the the greatest comedian and magician of all time, or he's literally God. So like. And nobody wants, yeah. not even his scoffers, ever said he was funny. So he's got to be God. Yeah, no. You know no. what I'm saying? Dude's not. Dude, dude does have a sense <laughs> of humor, but he Bro, wasn't he's being at the funny. well, and he says, now go get your husband. She said, I don't have a husband. He said, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, bro. Yo, I think we were talking. I think we were talking oh, yeah. about it at oh, camp, we definitely me were. and you. And, and, and Mitch, too. And it was, uh, oh, I'm totally blanking. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I know you know. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, the Damian Lillard uh, against Oklahoma City when when Damian just pulls it, he dribbles it up in OT as time's expiring, just hits that three in Paul George's face. Literally, just buries it. Literally calls game. Jesus did that. Oh, he literally man. said, "Yo, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna have to give my life for it, but I promise. Don't worry. I'll be back in three days." Bro. Not only, bro. He Dang. literally called the ultimate game. Like if you're a hooper and you're listening yeah, he did. and you've ever like pulled up from three, like it's it's twelve twelve, you're playing win by two. Like you pull up from three Barry. and you say game before it goes in, bro, like you know out the hand and that and it sinks, that's oh. a feeling. Jesus called Jesus Th- called the feeling. ultimate game. Yo, and check this out, he didn't mm. even do it for himself. Homie. He did it for us. He oh didn't even do it. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? calling game and looking at your teammates said, and said, I did I it for you. you. I love you. Like, this is not about me. Not a single person, not a single person takes that shot, calls game and says, oh my gosh, I love you guys. I did it for you. Bro. No, you celebrate. Damian Lillard started waving yeah. at the camera. He was like, nah, that's all me. No, that was not all him. It, Jesus 
Jesus said, this is oh. for you. Homie. Yeah. What is it? I think it's Dang, Matthew bro. 20, 25 to 29. But among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must first serve. Whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. For even the Son of Man mm. did not come to be served, but to serve others and give his life as a ransom for many. Give his life. Mm. Are you kidding me, bro? Mm. Homie, homie, okay. Homie pulls up from three, nails a game winner. <laughs> literally, like, for everybody else. He doesn't, he doesn't want his name, mm. like, to, he doesn't want, like, his own nah. glory. He wants us, he wants to nah, lift, put exactly, your jersey on. He, he wants to lift us all up to the Father. Like, that is his, that is his goal. In John 6, he says that. Mm. He's like, he's like, y'all don't realize that this is this is definitely very the paraphrase like he's like y'all don't realize that like what i'm doing is the only way to the father this is the bread of life this is the living water i am here to i am here the to way lift the you the up life. to the father that is my job he says he says mm. nothing that i do he's you're following me cuz i gave you food but i didn't give you that food god gave you that food so follow god amen Every single day, the Lord is faithful Amen. to us. So why do we still hesitate again to be faithful in the next day? Pull wow. up. Pull up. Dude, you know what I like? <laughs> I would say, turn me up. Turn, turn, turn me, me up, up bro. Turn me up. Jesus turns me up. Gets me hype. Gets me hype. Amen. That's what we say. That's what we do. Listeners, turn you hear that up. a lot. Turn me up. That's what I was Dude, asking Jesus. That's turn like, me up. That's Give like when love. you turn up a homie, when you say, turn me up, that's when you're like, yo, you're the man. Like, I love you. You've got this. You know? So like, mm. Jesus going to turn me up every day. Mm. I don't need nothing but the spirit. Yeah. I'm telling you, my phone breaks. Yeah. My apartment burns down. All my stuff is gone. My friends turn against me. My girl texts me and says that she never wants to talk to me again. My mom gets cancer. It's the, still a better day than I deserve. Are you kidding me? Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is wow. death. But the free gift of God is eternal glory in Christ Jesus. That boy mm -hmm. is free. And all we have to do Boom. is love him. And when mm. and how do we how do you love somebody? You spend in in like a worldly manner. How do you love somebody? Give me like give me like five things you do, like attributes. Like I'll give you the first one. You spend time with them. Yo. Right? Boom. Just give me a couple more things. You do you do things you for do them. You do things for them without expecting without Amen. expecting anything Keep in going. return. That's the big Keep going. Mm. We're brainstorming. Mm. Why do you do it? Like how do you how do you how do you how do you, how do you like fall more in love with a person? How do you show show a person you love them? We got time and we got and we got like acts of service. You mm. got anything, Mitch? Mitch is Mitch is MIA. I I can hear the wheels spinning. It's so quiet. I can hear the wheels spinning. <laughs> Did Mitch die? Oh, it says he's talking. You might. Hold have. on, Mitch. Leave the call and come back. Leave the call and come uh -oh. back. Uh oh. Tech difficulties. Yo, this is the first pod. Yo, if you guys are listening still, you you guys are crazy. You love to hear it. Honestly, we're about an hour deep, and y'all are still yeah, chugging with us, and that is amazing. Mitchell, bro, go down to the bottom left yeah, here I of mean, the app. I and hit the phone thing, leave it, and reconnect. <laughs> like where the little phone icon is with the X, leave it and come back. Now you click back on the voice channel. Oh no.
Hold on. We're gonna make this work. Oh, there he is. Yeah, baby. Are we oh, back he's... in it? Yo, he's All back. Right. Hey, there so, we go. Yo, so what do you got? So what happened? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it kind of goes along with um doing stuff for them, but like, just like giving giving mm. yourself for them. Um, mm. give yourself to them, like sharing sharing your life. With oh them. yeah. Like whether it's past experiences, but like, but like, showing them that you care by like, explaining. Bro, how you are and the way you great. are with them vulnerability, vulnerability is huge i think yeah. that's one of the things one of the things that that made us three as a group so close is this literally the second that i met mitchell i knew some of the hardest stuff that, that. he had to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis same with paul um and i and it's crazy how the lord works dude, in our brokenness i'm saying dude literally okay let, let's summarize so we're called to love the Lord. That is our only calling above all else and everything else will flow out from that. So how do we love the Lord? So we're talking about how you love a person. So you spend time with them. You commit acts of service to them. You you walk alongside them in things. You share your life with them. You're vulnerable with them. And open. what's the fifth thing? You get yes. to know them. So here we are, mm -hmm. right? How do we how do we love how do we love God, right? So one thing at a time. We spend time with them. That's circling back to the topic of this episode. We, we, we are in prayer. So we're in prayer. We spend time with them, right? And so we can go to the next thing, acts of service. How do we, how do we commit acts of service in the name of the Lord? Y'all got anything? I think it goes back to what we've been talking about, what we just spent 20 or 30 minutes on, um, praying oh, yeah. for others um, and, and, um, and trying to, to move the kingdom of God um, bring those people to him and, and, um, just show God's love to other people. Um, and in turn, I think yeah, that brings despite it ourselves doing things for the kingdom of God. That's, that's mm. two things. Right. And then we have, we have walking alongside yeah. him. So how do we, how do we share a life with, with God? Like practically, if y'all think about it, like glorifying him, I'll answer this one. So like, I think like glorifying him in like all we do, like pointing to him in everything. Taking credit for nothing, but giving him credit for everything. The way I, the way I run, like the way I compete, the way I train, the way that I, that I, that I work diligently in school, in sports, and whatever is all done in the name of the Lord. And that's that is literally, or that's my goal at least. And so that would be walking alongside. How are we vulnerable with him? Opening up. Um, the the crazy thing about being vulnerable and opening up. Um, and it really changes the way that you pray and the way that you act on a day-to-day -day basis is realizing that um, Jesus already knows what you're thinking. He He already knows what you're going to do in 10 minutes. He already knows um, what you did, what you've done, and what you will do. Um, and so I think once you once you realize that and you put that into um, your everyday life, um, it just makes it so much easier to be living in Christ and with Christ um, because you know, look, Lord, I'm vulnerable, I'm weak. Um, I know you know what I'm going through, Lord. Um, I pray that you help me in use that. It. I pray that you, you use it. And, yeah. And so Amen. like, that's where like, yeah. we have a flow chart of billions and billions of free will options and he knows every single one. And so it's like, are you going to choose to yeah. like neglect him in that and take a different route? Or are you going to, are you going to be vulnerable? Are you going to tell him where you failed, where you want to improve, like everything that's going on so that he can, can use it, can work in it. Um, and then the fifth thing, yeah. spending time with them, 
We have unlimited access to, to God's word, to a conversation with our, with our Lord. So like you spend intimate mm-hmm. time with him. So here we are talking about prayer, talking about falling, falling in love with, with God and showing him that you love him, right? So you, so you are in prayer with him. You spend time with him. You, um, you put yourself aside for the kingdom. You do things that people look at you funny because you're not doing it for you, right? And then you're vulnerable with him. Mm. You're, you're telling him your heart. You're, you're allowing him in. Vulnerability is letting somebody in to your circle, to your life. So you let him in. You walk mm. alongside him. You glorify him in all you do. And you stay plugged into word and spend time with him. That's it. That's your five pillars, man. You're going to find your life. Yeah. For real. Yeah. It's, it's literally going to change oh, everything. In the best way. In the it, best it way. Literally changes your life everything. will not be the same, yeah. but it will be better than you could have ever imagined. All right. Wow. I got one last topic mm. I want to talk about um, involving prayer. And that would be like prayer in the midst. So we're going to talk about prayer in the midst of struggle. And we're going to talk about prayer in the midst of triumph. So we're about an hour in. I think I 90 minutes is a cap I want to put on it. I don't think we'll get that far. Um, but so let's talk about what does prayer look like in the midst of, let's start with struggle we can end on triumph. I have, I have scripture. Paul, you so, all right. I was going to oh, say. Oh, okay. All right. I you cut, cut out. How, you cut out for long, a second. Yeah, you cut out. Yeah, well, yeah. Tech, the, tech the, difficulties. The, like three seconds. Audacity definitely heard me. Discord just did it. So this, the, the podcast heard it. We're good. Um, but so okay, um, cool. we're gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about prayer and struggle and prayer and triumph. So prayer and struggle, Philippians 4, my favorite chapter in the whole Bible. That's so hard to pick, but it's so straightforward and so practical for somebody who like, who like applies themselves in a busy life for the Lord. Um, and so mm. Philippians 4.4, 4, um, always be full of joy in the Lord. And the Bible, by the way, doesn't deal in like halves. If it says always, it means always. That's fact, right? So 4.4 so four says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he's done. And you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. God's peace or God of peace will be with you. That's Philippians 4, mm. 4 through 9. Mm. There's your, you want a guide to life. Here it is. So now let's unpack it, there it for, is. for prayer in the midst of struggle. What does it say? Could, do you all remember the quote from 4, 6? It says, don't no, worry about me, yeah. anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for what Every- he's done. Right? What does that mean to you guys? Wow. It's just, I think, 
Go ahead, go. Go ahead, No, no, you go. No, you go. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> man, I, I know what Mitch has Shush. to say is so much better than what I have to say. Um, wow. Uh, worry about nothing and pray about everything. Um, it's, it's when you change that mindset um, when you're in struggle. So let me go back. Let me use a real example. Um, this is one of the biggest, one of the biggest um, struggles that I've, I've had in my life. Um, and it's uh, not getting a chance to play football. I, I mm-hmm. kind of mentioned it earlier, but senior year, um, day three of fall camp, right? I'm grinding. I'm, I'm, I'm working as hard as I can to get that starting spot. Um, I'm a senior. I want to be a leader on my team, right? So I'm grinding. I'm doing everything I can. I'm, I'm showing up early. I'm staying late. I'm putting the work in, right? Um, well, I have a genetic, uh, a genetic issue in my knee, actually, where my my groove that my patella sits in is very shallow. Um, so I have patellar dislocations. Um, and I had had them a few times up until this point. Um, and I always blew them off. I said, oh, I have weak knees. It's whatever. Um, because I knew if I get, got it looked at, I knew something was going to be wrong. Um, mm. So let me get back on track. I'm grinding, right? Day three of fall camp. Um, I'm in this drill one-on-one. Um, I hit this kid with a shimmy shake. I go back. I go one side, the other, and then I try to go back, right? Well, we were practicing in the morning on our brand new turf field. Um, and the turf is a special kind of turf that you have to water consistently or it gets too dry. Um, and, and the dry turf's not good. It kicks up. It gets in your face, your eyes, um, not healthy. So um, you got to water it. Well, we had watered it that morning. Um, and I was wearing my, old, my favorite pair of cleats, but my oldest pair of cleats. Um, and my right foot slides on the turf. Um, and my right foot started to slide on the turf, but I was already headed back to my left side. Um, so my right foot, I, I try to catch my right foot to plant, uh, but my foot's sliding. So my body's going one way, my foot's going the other, and my knee gets caught in the middle of it. Um, I'm not touching anybody. Um, so my knee dislocates out to the side. I go down, right? Um, fast forward, I got to get knee surgery. Um, I get a minor uh, ligament replaced in my knee. Um, this big whole thing. I miss my entire seniors. Um, I am mad at God. I am so, so frustrated. Um, I, why would you do that to me? What I, I worked so hard for this. Um, I've done all of these things. God, why would you, why would you take this from me? Um, and, and the craziest part was, um, God was trying to show me that I'm not a football player. Um, I'm Bennett. I'm a guy that plays football, but I'm not a football player. Right. Um, and, and that's my identity. My identity is Bennett. My identity should be in Christ, but I had made my identity in football. Um, Mm. so one of the biggest ways, um, that I, that I used God in the midst of that struggle, when I saw that, when I was able to flip that switch in my head, um, that said, wow, God was using this to show me, um, there, there's better, um, that I should be living my life in him, um, and I was, I was glorifying football. I wasn't glorifying him. I wasn't working for him. I was doing it for me, for my own selfish desires. Um, and so, so when I saw that, um, I prayed about that. Lord, let my identity be in you. Let my, um, my actions show you. Um, let my rehab show you. Lord, let me, let me get back to better than I was, um, and let me give it to you. Let's go. Um, so I don't know if no, that answers your like, question or like not, but realizing getting, where you're at and struggle. How did prayer have a play in that? Um, I think 
um, at first, um, when I prayed to God, I was, I was mad. I was upset. I was broken. Um, and so I, I, I took it out on him. Um, uh, but after I kind of realized what he was doing and he showed me, um, what, what good could come out of this and, and, um, what his plan kind of was for me, um, I was able to turn that around, um, and, and be able to say, okay, um, you can use, you can use God, um, as a way to, uh, to get back better than you were. Um, and also, uh, a way to show you that God will take you from your bottom, your worst place, um, and take you to places higher than you could have ever imagined. Um, and just praying in him and praying for that, um, really, really helped. No, I don't know if that so makes true. sense. Like he revealed um, things but, through prayer and changed your heart through prayer in struggle, like knowing that, like, yeah. Like the more you spent time with him, the more he revealed things and the more that like that you told him your mm. your thoughts and your like like struggles and anger yeah. and like all this stuff, the more like you did that, the more the bitterness was let go and he used it. Um, that's awesome. Yes. And yeah. so now yeah. no, that was that I hope was that makes great. sense to the listeners. I think. Um, a great like mm. like example that probably a couple of people can relate to involving like senior season injuries or getting mm. cut or something where like they lost their identity in something. They could no longer do the thing that they made their yeah. God. Um, so that's awesome. And so now we'll talk about like, so prayer in struggle is prayer of just like, Lord, your will be done. Use this how you, how you want and help me to find joy in all that you've given me. And so Paul says like, Paul is like, Mm. it says, um, tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done in, for, in Philippians four, um, six. Um, and so it's like, Lord, like, like, I'm sure that like what a prayer would look like for you would be like, father, like. I don't understand what you're doing. Like you've you've you know taken this sport from my life. You ripped this idol from me. Um, but Lord, thank you for the family I have and the medical care and like and the opportunity to like be in fellowship with you. Um, so like thank you that you're going to use this. Thank you that you refine me to be more like you. Um, I love you. You know, in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Um, and so like something like that. And so like, mm-hmm. what would prayer in triumph look like? Mm-hmm. Mitch, do you have an example? Like what you of what we could say prayer and triumph looks like yeah um and something that's something that i like really love about verse six like with Mm. thanksgiving like but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving Mm. like it never in no situation are you not thanking the lord so like whether it's a really sucky time there's still things to thank the lord for but like especially in triumph like when things are just going great, like you best be doing with everything in you to thank the Lord for literally anything that comes to your mind. Yeah. Because everything is a grace at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we don't, we don't deserve squat. No, nothing. Nothing. Actually, actually we deserve, we deserve yeah, we the deserve worst death. Yeah, we deserve Not the worst. That we deserve nothing. We deserve the worst <laughs> death Amen. imaginable. Like we at, literally at, at like, should not even exist yeah. anymore at this point. But we are no. not only no. Yeah, no. does he allow us to exist and live alongside each other and mm-hmm. along with him, but we get to experience like joy and being used by our creator. Like how fortunate are we? You know, I think like a prayer of like wow. triumph for me is like father like thank you that I've gotten this opportunity that you've shown me like like just how um, like how beautiful this this is um, and Lord I ask that you help me to use it 
for you. Um, whatever platform you've given me, Lord, help me to um, steward well with what I've been given. Um, I think that's 25, 29, something like Matthew 25, 29. He who's faithful with what he has will mm-hmm. be um, given more and even given abundance. Um, but he who does nothing with what he has will be uh, will have what literally has taken from him. Um, and so, like, for me, yeah. it's like, it's like, Lord, thank you. You've given me this platform and these talents and these teammates, Lord, and help me to give it all back to you in a huge way. Um, help us not to be about me, um, but like, thank you so much, Lord, um, for all that you give me, all the people you have around me. I was really quick this summer to like make campers and like at home when I'm hearing people, um, I don't, I don't think like Jesus resides in summer camps. I think there's just less like distractions and that's why it's so powerful. Um, but and a lot of people that truly fear God end up there. And so that combination, no distractions and God fearing people like is what makes it work. Um, but like, I would literally like find a kid like, Oh, it's so hot. And I'd be like, yo, do a 360 right now in that 360. Look, you're surrounded by people you love. You're in a place where you're safe. You're wearing clothes that you, that you like, right? You're healthy. You can walk like you have, you can consume water. You can, you can live. Like, like, I'm just like, listen, I'm like, you have so much to be thankful for. Let us not dwell on the one thing that goes wrong. Let us dwell on all the things that God has been faithful in giving us. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that human nature is, is, um, the first thing that we do is focus on, um, the bad, right? None of the good. You can have a million good things for you, but that one bad thing, it just nags at the back of your mind all day (laughs) long. Um, and that, and and we just have to break that human nature, and the only way to do that is spend time in the Word yeah, and to spend to time with Jesus. Him. Um, and so, Amen. Like, mm. um, I think it's crazy how how our souls are so fickle that like for for twenty years and thirty days, God has been so faithful and given me this and this and this and all these things that like have been incredible. And then on like twenty years and the thirty first day, I'll question Him. I'll be like, Well, why did this not go right? And I like smack myself over the head, like, who am I to question the guy that's been faithful for 20 straight years when in a moment of doubt? Yeah. And so that's just how quick our souls are to doubt. Um, the disciples doubted. Yeah. You know, it's not wrong to doubt, but we just have to realize, and, and there's a difference between committing and submitting. That like committing is like, I'm going to do these things for the Lord. And submitting is like, I don't even have to think about it. My heart posture is to serve the Lord in this way. And so like, we need to be submitted. If following those five things, you know, being in prayer, being in the word, um, loving others despite gain, giving him all the glory in everything we do and opening every door for him. And in those things, we'll, we'll receive like this plan, this love, this joy, this peace, this patience, like uh, this this incredible fruit of the Spirit. There's your guide. And it's all Amen. out of Scripture. Yeah, it's right in front of us. We have it at have all a, times. Unlimited access I mean, to the and, bro. Yeah, and, and my favorite is like when there's people that are like, yeah, I mean, I just don't have a Bible or uh, yeah, I don't have I don't have a Bible with me. Like you do, you you very much do. You, that that cell phone in your hand, um, that cell phone can literally do anything that you want, 
in seconds, yeah. literally in seconds. It takes one Google search. It takes three clicks for you to go to the app store, type in Holy Bible and press literally. download. Like you at all times. Like when was the last time you forgot to take your phone with you somewhere? Like <laughs> never. Like it's yeah. become such a staple in life. It is. It's comical. It's funny. It's like it's like we forget. Like I saw this this quote the other day. No, I know this great. is kind of off track, but it's also not. Um, this quote the other day, it said, um, kids want to be great students, but they forget to bring a pencil or pen to class. Kids want to be great athletes until they forget the, their tennis shoes or um, they they don't bring the right workout clothes. But when was the last time you, forget, you forgot to take your phone right. with you somewhere? Where are your priorities at? Like, like and that, that really rings home. It's about, like, that's that's it's so, just crazy. Yeah, it's so true. And like, so like how, you know, it's like, then we have to ask like, and there's, we'll have a whole episode about social media and like, and like interaction and connections and all that stuff. But, um, like now we need to know that like, this is the age. How can we glorify him in these things? So like, praise God for creating phones and the ability for like all of us to keep in touch so effortlessly and like all this stuff. Um, and so it's like, how can we use these things like this phone, this technology to glorify him? Like it's even easier than ever to share God's word. I can hold on, I can put an Instagram or a video on my Instagram story and have 500 people see it in four hours. Like, um, and I don't have to stand on a soapbox in the middle of the quad and yell. Like all I have to do is like use God's word and use this technology or like submit to God's word and use this technology for him. And here, here I am, you know, like it's incredible. There are total yeah. churches that don't even have people that sit in the congregation. They give sermons online and people watch them online, you know? Um, so it's like, yeah. let's, let's use this phone. Let's, let's, let's use it for scripture. Let's use it for prayer, writing. Like I note down all the time in my notes, like things to pray for, for people, you know? Um, and like, let's yeah. use all these things that we've been gifted in this technology. We've been gifted to glorify him. Because we won't forget our phones. Yeah. We'll forget all these other things. No way. A pen and a, and a journal and a Bible yeah. and like all these things that help us be intimate with the Lord. Like We'll forget those things, but we'll never forget a phone that has a note section and a Bible app and and can connect with millions and millions of people in seconds. So let's use it. You know? Mm. My goodness. Yeah. Amen. Um, yeah, I love where you're going with that. And I, I think maybe that could be our next our next topic, yeah. our next podcast. Um but I think I think That's we're I, I think we should wrap this one we're up. Coming up on we just got over eighty minutes and I think that'd be perfect. Um, dude, I, this is so wow. much fun. I I mean I'm I'm over here smiling on my end just thinking about maybe that one listener. If if even if there is a listener, even if there is, yeah, wow, right. Like this we is literally amazing. get to come together and talk about something. Yeah. The, the thing we love most, we get to talk about it. And, sh- and like share it with the, yeah, like, like, like that's funny that I was yeah. just talking about that. And that's what we're doing is like using this technology. Yeah. Know? God that's willing. Just, yeah. That's so sick. I don't care if we make a hundred podcasts and one person is influenced towards Jesus, we've succeeded. And so like, yeah. if that's our heart that like we're doing this fully in submission to the Lord, then there's never a bad or a good podcast. There's never a bad or a good session. Like this is us like just sharing our yeah, heart for no. Jesus and our heart for Jesus is not a reservoirs. It is a river. So it's not going to stop. So we can pour out as much as we want no way. Um, because Jesus, like the love like Jesus is not have a limit. Um, so that's sick. Um, is there anything you guys want to say before we peace out? 
Yeah, I got one thing, Please. and then I'll let Mitch go. Um, yeah, I mean, just out there to anybody who is listening, first of all, thank you. Um, first podcast, I know we're new to this. I know we hit some road bumps <laughs> yeah. along the way. Um, no, noisy roommates, uh, Mitch cutting out. Probably some feedback. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff. That's okay. Probably some feedback. I know this might not have been ideal, um, but we will get it figured out. Um, so thank you for one. Um, and for two, we're not experts um, by any means. Uh, like I said, this is our first podcast. I've never done a podcast before. Um, so I'm over here cheesing, smiling so big, just thinking about this um, and how, how awesome this could be and, and how many lives they could change mm. and, and how many people that can know Jesus from this. But um, we're not experts. And um, mm. just that, that, like Paul was saying during the episode, let us decrease and let the Lord increase. Amen. Um, yeah. So I, I hope I hope if, if you guys don't get anything from us, um, just know that, that – uh, that we're using God, we're letting God talk through us. Um, we don't want anyone to think that that we think we're prophets or, or we think that we're preachers or anything like that. Good stuff. We're just we're just three guys who love to share God. Three guys who straight up love Jesus. Go ahead, Mitch. Love it. Just want to echo that. Like, we don't we don't we're not theological experts. We don't know all of this super well down to the to the original language and. Um, this super accurate stuff, but as we dig into the word, we're going to share what we're learning. Um, and if there's like problems with it, let's like reach out, let us know. We want to engage in conversation about that. We want to keep learning. Um, but we hope that this was as fruitful for all you listeners yeah. as it was for us. Mm. Cause this was I a very it. good conversation. It was really nice, really nice yeah. to be back with you boys. This is, this is a joy a few for us. Weeks. Like we really like yeah. doing this is not yeah. like slave work. I am so mm. excited to like even get to talk to you guys. And so yeah. an opportunity for like just the conversation we have, um, to like be mm. shown to people so they can engage in it and ask questions. And like eventually we'll yeah. have like email write-ins and like an Instagram to comment on and like all this cool stuff. Um, but as of right now, we're just building mm, a base. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, um, say one more thing, like everything that we say, um, is backed by scripture or we try to, um, because we are nothing without it. Um, scripture is truth and we are merely interpreters. Um, and so if we can encourage you in any way, it's to build your own intimacy with the Lord. Don't, don't rely on what we say. Or, or on what anybody says that's interpretation, go straight to the word and see it and, and believe it yourself. Um, and yeah, we're not, I mean, we're, none of us have any special gifts for prophecy. None of us have any like incredible <laughs> wisdom other than what we've prayed for, like in discernment from the Lord, like spiritual gifts. Um, we're not special. We are three, like 20, mm. like, I think all of us are 20, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. For 19. Like, we are <laughs> like basically three 20 year olds who just love Jesus. And like, this podcast is nothing but an overflow of our love for that. Um, mm. So, see it as that. Yeah. That we are not as knowledgeable as uh, Chandler or Francis Chan or whoever you listen to and love the porch or anything. Like, this is supposed to be so practical because we've just found the key. And that is like Jesus Christ. Mm. And so if we could encourage anything, like nothing yeah. we do can yeah. be outside of that. Um, so yeah, mm. sit in that, rest in that. Um, 
thank you to anybody who sat around for an hour and a half and listened to us babble about um, the Lord. Um, it's been amazing mm. for us. Um, and um, we love you all, whoever you are. Um, there will be a comment section on SoundCloud and on iTunes when this all gets figured out. So um, we'll be, yeah. we'll be, and let us know. Let, we'll be hitting prayer requests and whatever else. And a lot of you, a lot of the listeners will yeah. probably know oh, us. Yeah. Um, and so, like to begin. And so, um, yeah, this is nothing but a heart to, to disciple, mm-hmm. like we've been challenged to do in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. So, um, anyway, um, we'll try to do Tuesday nights. Um, for recording, which means it'll be out later in the week every week um, is kind of what we're shooting for maybe every other week sometimes yeah. um, because we all are some busy dudes, but um, Lord willing, there'll be more content. So, Lord willing, consider it pure consider joy. Consider it pure joy. You already know. Mm. Um, I don't know how to outro this. We don't even need one. No. Uh I- that's just hit the saying. button. Just hit the button. I like that. Boom. Boom. Yeah, baby. Boom. See you later. So, See you later, guys. So Thanks awesome. so much for listening. Yep.